Welcome to Paint Ed. PCA provides painting contractors with connections they need to grow their business. To find out more and to become a member, go to PCAPaintEd.org. Find more great content like this on PCA Overdrive. A subscription to the platform is included with membership. For all you non-members out there, sign up for our free trial. PCA Overdrive is available on the Apple Store and Google Play. This episode is sponsored by 3M, Conquer, and PPG. Welcome to the Painter Marketing Mastermind Podcast, a show created to help painting company owners build a thriving painting business that does well over $1 million in annual revenue. I'm your host, Brandon Pierpont, founder of Painter Marketing Pros and creator of the popular PCA educational series, Learn, Do, Grow, Marketing for Painters. In each episode, I'll be sharing proven tips, strategies, and processes from leading experts in the industry on how they found success in their painting business. We will be interviewing owners of the most successful painting companies in North America and learning from their experiences. On this episode of the Painter Marketing Mastermind podcast, we host guest Alex Corral. Alex is the founder and owner of Cabinet Coating Kings, a cabinet refinishing company based in Orlando, Florida, that does several million dollars in annual revenue. In this episode, Alex shares the positive mindset he embraces and has dubbed boom nominalism and the power he's seen that in transforming his own life. An entrepreneur through and through, Alex bet on himself when starting his business by emptying his bank account to purchase three spray booths, all with zero dollars in revenue. If you want to learn more about the topics we discussed in this podcast and how you can use them to grow your painting business, visit paintermarketingpros.com forward slash podcast for free training, as well as the ability to schedule a personalized strategy session for your painting company. Again, that URL is paintermarketingpros.com forward slash podcast. Alex, thanks for coming on the Painter Marketing Mastermind podcast, man. I'm super excited. I'm grateful that you have me on and uh you know i hope the viewers get all the golden nuggets they need to hear today i love it so tell us a little bit about cabinet coating kings okay so cabinet coating kings is based out of orlando florida i started about two and a half years ago uh i started i split from another company i was with that you know i built up to a you know doing about a million um a year just cabinet refinishing I'm a person who likes to uh, be in a certain energy and a certain uh, wavelength of, you know, uh, vibrancy. So I'm, I, tra- I try to attract myself to the, the happiest, the, the most uh, inspirational environments. And that other company, uh, the owner of it was not that person, you know, to, um, you know, grow with because of his, uh, I would say, negative energy. So I split in 2019 and I started my own um, cabinet coating kings. And within the first uh, six months, we were doing six to eight jobs. The first year, we brought in over a million. Um, and now in the second year, we did 1.5. Third year right now, we're doing about eight jobs a week. Um, I just bought another shop. So I'll have 2,000 square foot, uh, two 2,000 square foot shops. Uh, by the end of the year, we, you know, my goal is to be doing uh, 12 to 14 jobs a week. Yeah. That's great, man. So you guys just do cabinet coating refinishing. That's it. I could, I could honestly have a countertop business. Uh, I could have a flooring business. I could have every business you could think of just because my customers, you know, always ask me. Um, but I, 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 you know, stayed away from that. And I constantly, I'm like, I'm going to master cabinet refinishing. I'm going to be the best at this. I'm going to be the company, the standard here. Um, and then I'll just find other companies to refer um, who are, you know, wanting to do the same thing as I am. And it's worked out uh, the best because now I'm not spreading myself thin. I'm not trying to learn too many things. You know, in the future, I, I would say I could, uh, you know, div- uh, pivot, you know, horizontally. Uh, but right now, you know, I'm really getting the systems down so that in the future we can just spread like wildfire. Sure. So, so what made you choose? I mean, it sounds like you were working in it previously, uh, but what made you choose to niche into cabinet refinishing only? 
Well, honest, it's a funny story, actually. Uh, so before this, I never did anything in construction. I would be the one who doesn't know anything about anything, right? Uh, I am not handy, nothing. I was actually, I, I was like, I had restaurants and nightclubs, uh, and that's what I did. So I was really good with branding, marketing, uh, advertising. You know, the the best place and best environment to to be in. Um, I real, I very quickly realized that wasn't going to be the best life for me. Uh, for what I wanted to do um, in the future with my family and, you know, my life. So I kind of, I, I got out of that as uh, quick as possible. I was very successful with that. Um, but I decided to just cut all ties and, and leave. So I was actually going to get a job. My background's mainly in sales. So I was going to be a sales director for the uh, Centimark for their epoxy flooring um, all, all across Florida, I was going to train the sales team. Uh, so it was a hundred, a uh, $100,000 job plus commission. I had a month to, until I was going to sign the deal. My buddy called me. He's like, Hey, I, I have this cabinet refinishing business. You want to help me for a month? I'm like, yeah, man, that sounds cool. I don't know how to do it. Just teach me. I'll help you for sure. Uh, long story short, I ended up denying the the sales job i joined him with his team we grew that to that uh you know certain point until i realized you know he wasn't going to be the best person for me to be around and then i got into this so i would say this is kind of the only thing i ever learned to do in the construction industry <laughs> how, how long did you work with uh your friend about a year and a half so i built out like i i, I built out so he was doing like two jobs a week we got to like five six mm. so I kind of built out how it was scheduled. Uh, we both built out management. He did more of the system of the process. So I learned that mostly from him. Um, and then I, you know, made it a little more efficient now. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, we, I, I learned a lot. I, I built a lot of that uh, structure so that when I left and did my own, I, it was pretty much, I was just deep, pivoting to what I already, I would say, developed, you know, sure. so it wasn't difficult, but I put the, I put the hard work in to figure it out. Cause it was a lot of headaches, a lot of like nervous times in growing that business. Cause we were one of the newer uh, niches. So we were learning as we were growing. Uh, so I definitely put in the blood, sweat and tears, the faith uh, in growing that, but in doing that, you know, sometimes they say you work more in the beginning than what you actually make. And then in the long run, you work less for how much comes in. Sure. And I would say, uh, I believe that statement for sure. You definitely uh, put in your time, you learn the craft and, you know, things get easier over time. If you have the faith and you go for it, because you could just stay, I could have stayed. I could have been sure. scared and stayed, but you know, I have faith and um, I want it better for myself. Sure. Yeah, you got to front load it, believe in it, take a bet on yourself. Let's talk about mindset for a little bit, because before we started recording, you were you were talking about how you started this company with a, with a very specific mindset. I'd love to hear more about that. Yeah, so uh, I started the mindset. I left and I built a, a shop. So I had 20 grand in my bank account, okay? When I was done with the build out, before I started my first job, I had about 79 cents. <laughs> All right. So that, but that's how I, I'm all in. I'm an all inner. Like I go and I have a strong belief and we're going to get it done. Like I've done it many times. Um, but I built a spray. I built a shop with three spray booths because I built it like I'm, I wasn't planning on doing the jobs. I wasn't opening the company for me to do jobs. I was opening the company so that I can have three to five crews doing the jobs and I could manage, sell, uh, do the admin and all the other stuff. Uh, so I built my first shop with three spray booths, knowing I was going to get to five, six jobs um, a week. And I guess with that momentum, with that faith, with that uh, energy, you know, within six months, I was doing the five, six jobs a week. The only reason I did that was because I built a shop. I started from the beginning with like dig digging the well, right? Like I already had my vision 
And, you know, then the people came that filled the positions to have my vision come true. Um, so it's been a fantastic journey of mindset, being a business owner and growing and, you know, having, um, you know, these human beings who are your techs or your employees, you know, begin the, the I would say, the stride of trusting you because that that I work in a, in a place where my guys and, and myself are a family. They don't look at me like, oh, he's the boss. Watch out. They're like, hey, he Alex is our family. You know, we got to do these things or he's going to get mad at us. But he always has our back. I'm empathetic. I love my guys. I call them ph phenomenal as much as possible. I look at them in their eyes like they're the best, you know, person that they've ever been. Um, and I build them because I had to build myself up from a low place and I have a lot of empathy. I know everyone's filled with greatness. Um, I just need a good character to start. Um, and that's how I built my business. I actually, I, I was doing nine jobs in that first year, but I had the wrong people. I had to fire half the people, go back to four to five jobs, keep the good apples then have them trust me again that I wasn't going to do that to them. What, like just be patient and, and feed into them and, and love them and have faith that it will grow back again. And now a year later, we're right back to that point where I was a year ago, but with hardly any stress, everyone with great camaraderie, like we're such a team, we're such a family. Now I'm going into this next shop. Everyone's excited about the growth. So one thing I could tell people out there, when you're trying to grow, have, just growing and getting the money in, you know, it, it, it's if you're in it for that, it's greed and it's going to come back at you and it's not going to be uh, as beautiful as it could be if you actually get the right people, the character, the people with heart, you see through them and you build them up so they can start trusting and knowing this world can be a good world. And, you know, there is good bosses out there. And they'll be loyal and do great work. And then it's like a big family and there's no stress and you're running a multi-million dollar business. It's it. Well, for me, my journey has been up and down. Should I sell the business or not? Like uh, many times, but I stuck in there and I saw the vision of what I wanted. And I proclaimed it into my guys every Monday morning. I do a sermon of mindset of being your highest frequency energy vibrancy but in your own moments don't compare yourself to anyone else in every moment of your life what's the highest frequency energy vibrancy you could be at so you're making your best decisions and then you're getting ass out of the hamster wheel of making the same decisions over and over and over and now your life starts changing and becoming better and you start becoming happier yeah, man. Are, are you, I mean, it sounds like you're really connected to your guys. Sounds like that's a big part of your mission. Um, yeah. Is, is focus on that. Are, are you working with W2 employees or contractors, subcontractors? Both. You have both. both. Okay. But I, so let's put it this way. Some want to make more money. So I have them uh 1099, but they're on, it's a contract where they, you know, I have them specifically contracted out every year, you know, so uh, they could do side work if they want, but they usually don't. I give them plenty of jobs, big jobs. They just like to take the rest on the weekends. The W-2s, you know, if they want to have more of the workers' comp security with that, um, you know, it's up to them what choice they want. But obviously, if they're 1099, they need to give me their workers' comp exemption, uh, liability, uh, insurance. And, uh, you know, I do it by the book. Alex, do you have a family? Four kids, four dogs. You have four kids and four dogs. Yeah, and I run the business. What did you have when you started this? Three kids, three dogs. Three kids. And you, every time you have a kid, you get a dog? Or is it, or is it if you get a dog, you need to have a kid? <laughs> uh, actually, uh, the, the, I had two dogs, and then someone who worked with me had some lab puppies, and I went to his house to give him a, a check for a job, and – Dude, he had like 12 beautiful Labrador retrievers in a pen, just in disgusting situation. So I'm like, I'm like, I'm going to take two of these and save their life because they're going to die here. Um, 
And then I got home and my wife, my wife's like, what the heck are you doing? Um, yeah. But that's just me. I, I do stuff like that sometimes. Now, what I'm is, blessed. They're, they're awesome. They're awesome dogs. Does, does your wife, does she work or does she stay at home? You have a lot of kids. Yeah. So she actually works full time from home and takes care of the kids. But I've oh, I've yeah. done such a good job. Well, I've done such a good job with the business where I'm done using doing uh, appointments by one o'clock and I'm at home usually by one. OK, nice. So even running like a two million dollar operation, I'm at home at one o'clock. So I want to back up here, Alex. That's impressive. But but I'm kind of hung up on this idea that you had. I assume you and your wife have in the vicinity of twenty thousand dollars together. Right now? No. When you started. this oh, okay. place. Oh, yeah. I, well, I had the 20 and then she had whatever she like. We split that and then we have a joint one. But uh, she was like, you know, go, you know, that's the only way you're going to be happy, Alex, if you go for this. So that's a huge I mean, we bet. just went. That's a huge bet. With, hey, if with you're not with bit. someone who if someone if you're not with someone who's willing to bet on you when. But she hey, she questioned me and I was convicted like a she held your, held your feet to the fire a little bit there. Yeah. She's like, you sure? Like, but with his question, I'm like. I got to do it. She's like, you sure? Because those three or four times where I was like, no, nah, I'll just stay. Because I wanted to say, let me tell you something, Brandon. Me and that kid, if we were together now, you would know that company. It would be nationwide. I was awesome at one thing. He was awesome at another. Unfortunately, he couldn't overcome his ego and have a nice mindset and trust and share. So, you know, now, you know, I took over Orlando. Um, so... It's, it was unfortunate. I didn't want to leave. It was just more of a, he kind of forced me to. Sure. So you, you obviously took a, a big risk. You took a gamble on yourself. You essentially invested um, pretty heavily into your business before you had the work. How did you get the work then? You know, you, you outlay essentially all the money in your bank account, build, build these three spray booths. Uh, what'd you do? How'd you get the business? So I did have some people uh, who wanted to work with me and not with the other companies. So I did have a couple jobs lined up. Alex, um, you stole all their clients. No, I'm just kidding. No, no. <laughs> no, I did do this. I told that. I go, look, I go, uh, I don't want you have to call them and let them know uh, that's yeah. what you want to do. Because they call, when I left, they're like, hey, they said you're not with them anymore. I'm like, yeah, I started my own thing. Mm -hmm. uh, you got to tell them to that you want to uh, – take back your deposit with them and come with me. I'm like that. You were theirs, Keep it um, above board, but, they, yeah. but I, I was the personality. I was that company, you know, you're I, the, everyone knew sales. me. Yeah. And then the, and the, I called it, I call everyone every morning. I, I did all the customer service. So like these people trusted me, not the yeah. company. They, they wanted you had that me, relationship. You know? and that's yeah. why I'm so, um, I would say such a branded company now because it's still like I still do it and I will continue to do it in a way where I now I'll, I'll you know get my salespeople get the admin um, but they all have my culture it will be a phenomenal culture I call my culture boom nominalism because I say boom a lot and I say phenomenal a lot so I'm like you know what I'm gonna start boom nominalism and what that is is be like not comparing yourself to anyone else being your highest frequency, energy, vibrancy in every situation so that you rise all the time and you become better all the time and you see and you're self-aware and you get away from your ego. And, you can, you know, Aristotle says wisdom is knowing thyself. So if you can't step back from yourself and be like, hey, these are where I could shift and pivot and maybe do a little different where my life can be less stressful or I can have more time with my family. You know, if you don't try to change things and take some risk here and there, I mean, you're just going to, the same things are going to happen. It's inevitable. We're, we are an autopilot. Our brain is an autopilot of a computer. It's, it has its normal mindset. So if we don't become aware and, and visually like try to change ourselves and our thoughts and our actions, we will have the same outcomes in life. Yeah, I love that. You know, there's a, the saying, the, um, what is it? Definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again. Yeah. Like a different result. But, but most people don't recognize what you just said right there is that we, 
we do we default to routine. We're biologically structured to default to routine. Yes. It's it's essentially conservation of energy and efficiency. And yeah. so we will just continue. We'll go into a rut without even knowing that we're in a rut if we don't consciously, exactly. forcefully change it. You want to hear something cool? I want to hear all the all the cool things. I have a lot of people call it weird, but I think it's cool. Anyways, <laughs> um, so well, my manager, uh, he's my GM. He's phenomenal. Um, a, a year and a half ago, I would say he was in depression, uh, never thought he'd be happy, always had negative speech. By the way, how you talk is how your life turns out. We get into that another time. Um, but a year and a half later now, the guy's so confident, so happy, so motivated because we worked on ourselves and he believed in me and he noticed that what I was saying never changed for two years and that now his life is so much better. His, he's so optimistic about his life because he changed and pivoted his perspective on life. That's all you have to do. Like think about a golf swing. If you hit into the woods and then you tee it back up and you just shift that driver head a, a centimeter, you could be right in the fairway. Like that's all you have to do is shift like a little thought and it takes time. Like a lot of people don't understand. We are addicted to our thoughts. We're addicted to our routines. Like it's like if we were addicted to a drug or alcohol, we are addicted to our thoughts. That's why when we try to change, we feel so bad. But the only reason you know you feel bad is because before you couldn't even understand that you were feeling that bad. Mm. So you should be happy that you can actually uh, be aware of how bad you were actually feeling. And that's how you grow. So that's why uncomfort, when you're uncomfortable, you're growing because you're, you're not used to that. You know, so I always tell my guys, you're having a bad day. Phenomenal. It's because you're noticing how bad you used <laughs> to feel and you, and you can't wait to feel better. I want to dive into that. So when you're saying, you know, you, you hit it into the, the woods and, and you just need to, to pivot a little bit, um, your project manager being pretty negative, now super positive. Give me specifics for, for people who are listening. What kinds of specific thoughts did, did you used to have? Do you see other people have and how can they, you know, how can they change it? Can I have a, I'm going to take two to five minutes here to really to, to let people know about me real quick. Oh. So they understand I'm not. So I call myself Mr. Boom nominal. OK, that's just because that's my practice and I want to be at my highest frequency, energy, vibrancy at all moments. Branded, I wake up in the morning not feeling like Superman. Some days I feel like complete doo doo. All right. Like, I don't want to do anything. Am I worthy of anything? Uh, like, should I be expanding this? If is it going to fail? Are you do I get I'm t I get all the negativity thrown in my body. It's all up in me. And I, I stop and I'm aware I go. Hey, that's fear and scarcity. I go, I have the choice right now. To all to pivot to say, all right, I may feel this way, but I will be at my highest energy frequency and vibrancy in the most positive way I can today. And my intention is to be fearless, even though I'm feeling fearful. And my intention today, my intention today is to, you know, be there for someone who needs me, because if I'm not at my highest energy, and someone comes at me with a problem or an issue, or if or with their low energy, you know, I may not be able to bring them up and, you know, change their day. You know, you get a bad situation with your business. Someone calls in and you're in a bad state. You know how easy it is to let them have it. But you need to be, go above your ego. You got to be above your energy um, in a higher power so that you are the bigger person. That's what that means. You're the bigger person not of anyone else, of yourself, because you're not acting in your autopilot. You're the bigger self and you're getting better. And every time that you're able to be aware of that lower thought and raise above it, it's the biggest wins you'll ever, that you'll never know because we don't get an award for that. 
it's just months later when you're consistent and you believe and you stay disciplined because with spirituality and faith and belief, there's still discipline. You got to be disciplined in the faith and it's invisible. Like it's invisible. You, you don't know it's you're changing or good things are happening, right? It's not materialistic. A lot of people uh, in construction or in or any, any business is like, yes, I, I made a hundred thousand this year, a million, but I don't give a shit about that. If my guys were jerks, I would shut it down. I go, I need to live a happy life, growing phenomenal people who change the world. If you ask any of my guys, they would all say we work at a mental evolu- elevating academy as cabinet refinishers. That is the first. You know, I've heard a lot about sales companies, sales and marketing companies, people companies, leadership companies. You just said a mental elevating academy. That's what I want. That's I I, I'm a, I got, look, I've been doing it with this certain passion in my heart that um, I know you guys know Tanner Mullen. He's been in my life for 10 years. He spoke some truth to me 10 years ago that changed my life. And it's never God entered at that point. And, you know, whatever you believe in, uh, that's up to you. But, you know, I believe strongly in, in God and in, in this universe that when we give our faith and belief and positivity to it, it will work with us. Here's a little example of how I see how God works with us. Um, so, Brandon, let, I'm going to bring you in with this. When you Amen. give someone a present, right? Yeah. And this person is so excited, so grateful. Like, how's that make you feel? It's pretty awesome. Right. And you're like, man, I want to get this guy another present. Like, yeah. he made me yeah. feel great. Now, say you give someone a present and they're like, oh, thanks, dude. Like, how do you feel? I have to go buy a better. No, I, I don't feel great. Yeah. I, feel a <laughs> I feel a little deflated. Right. But then do you want, your, do you want to go buy them another gift? I usually psychoanalyze kind of what went wrong, but then I'm, I'm not super motivated um, right. to do it again. So I see at like God and the universe like that too. So we don't realize it, but we breathe air for free every day. I heard this podcast the other day where this guy was saying his grandma has to pay $500 a day to breathe air in the hospital. So like that little bit, like we get as much air as we want, like that. We could think of abundance like that. I have an abundance of air to live. Uh, my, our house, sometimes we don't think, you know, oh, our house is, is I'm so grateful for my house. We're always thinking in, in what we don't have. Oh, I, I don't have that bigger house. I don't have that million dollar company. I don't have that $5 million company. So even though we have great things, we're still thinking in lack and scarcity and we to get to those goals when thinking in lack and scarcity, you have to bulldoze through and it's it takes so much energy Then when you can be grateful for every little thing along the way to the bigger house, because you already have everything you need now and you know you're going to, you know, the universe and God and yourself will work together to get you that bigger house. But you don't even care if you get it or not, because you got everything that you need right now. And when you think that way, when you're just so grateful all the time, you're already in the vibrancy of, of getting and, and you'll get those things that maybe you've been trying for, for so many years in a year or two, just like with my company, you know, like, and uh, it's the gratuity, like, just be grateful. Like, oh, I'm breathing. If you're ever feeling negative, just be like, take a deep breath and exhale and be like, oh man, that feels good. Man, I just got some free air. Like, thank you, God. Like, just start being thankful. And I know it's so tough to, to say that because I was in a place where all this shit didn't make sense. Okay. I had, this is 10 years of me going on and on, on and off of this stuff, like, and not having a mentor. It was me just sort of a passion inside where I'm like, there's no way, I, there's no reason why I have to be miserable every morning. I'm like, why am I miserable? I have a lot of great things. Why am I miserable? It's because I never felt I had what I wanted. I always was wanting the next thing instead of enjoying 
all the phenomenal things I had. And when I tweaked that, man, that I have so much more energy every day to, do, and I do more than I did before. I, after I go like, say six appointments in sales, right? Call, handle all my business stuff. I go home and I help out at the house and, or I'll work out, you know, cause I have the energy cause I wasn't draining myself, pushing myself to something I don't want, but I'm doing something in just being grateful. I get the opportunity to do it, you know, cause if you want a million dollar business, you're going to have to do some shit to get there. You, you know, will. it's not just going to be like, boom. Oh, thanks. I got, I got it. Thanks. God. Yeah. You know, like, I think it's important. It. I think I'm glad you clarified that you still, there's the, the struggle and, and the fight is still, still happens. You just have a great attitude. Right, but, but you can, you can do it with a big boulder on your back or mm -hmm. you could do it with wings. Yep. And that okay. all falls on your perspective on what you're doing for every task, you know? So that's raising your mindset too. So if you hate doing systems, which, isn't my thing. I, I don't really like writing systems, but when I'm like, you know what, I'm grateful to write this system so that in a year or two, I might be able to sell this for a lot of money to people. Cause you know, I've, I mastered this thing. Um, and I'll, I'll become more of a master at this, doing this, this, you know, making sure this system's perfect, you know, then I get through it. Right. It's, it's kind of like run. I like to run. Right. And I put weights on my arms to make it harder. And when I run halfway through my run, I usually run a 5K with like 15 pounds of weights. Like I, I'm pretty done at that point. And then I'm like, no, we, like, I, what am I good? I can't stop now. What am I going to call Uber? I got to go back home, regardless of what your mind thinks. And it's the same thing when you're doing paperwork. Your mind's like, oh, we don't want to do this. We don't want to do this. That's when you got to get elevate above it and say, and you stop thinking. And it's like, no, this is the goal. We're going to go to this point. And like, there's no stopping. If I stop here, I'm stranded. Yeah. So you got to go and, and trust everybody listening. I am going all, through all this stuff with you guys. Okay. Like I haven't mastered any of this. I'm literally telling you things that, um, sorry, uh, someone came in. I'm literally telling you um, golden nuggets that have helped me the best through all the hours and hours and hours of seeking of what works best with my mind and actually um, disciplining it to think different. Okay. So I'm giving you all these things that I'm working on now so that you can get better. That's that have worked for me. So you might have to see what works for you, but these things really work for me. And I feel like I, I can articulate them pretty uh, simply so you can start practicing. And this is just like uh, basketball or any other business. Like you got to learn to dribble and then you got to learn to go between your legs. You got to, it's a learning process and it's consistent. If you're not consistent, you're never going to be able to elevate just like anything else. So it's a practice that you got to discipline yourself on. So it sounds like a, a lot of a big piece of your journey and your success has been learning to be grateful, like really celebrating gratitude, what you have, the fact that you can breathe air and, and in being grateful, being grateful for the house you have, the, the success, whatever level it is that you have at that moment, it actually almost, um, it, it almost makes it easier for you to then actually achieve more success. Whereas if you were, if you were just instead focused on, no, I want more, I want this, I want that, it would actually make it more difficult and, and ironically almost slow your growth. Yes. But it's the hardest, it's, it's the simplest thing and the most dif difficult thing to grasp. Cause think about this, think about life like a video game. Okay. Cause it kind of is each level gets harder. Okay. So like, you could, and if you stay at a low level, life's boring or the game's boring, right? If you stay at the same level, you're like, oh, I hate this, bo this uh, board. Uh, it's like, it's, I'm so like, you know, everything that's going to happen. You know, it's no fun anymore. So, you know, I see it like that. I'm like, all right, well, I'm, I got comfortable in this level. It's time to level up, you know, because you mm. don't, unless you got the right mindset, you need to take a little break to, 
breathe and enjoy what you have and then muscle up again, you know, because you could burn yourself out if you don't know how to do it properly. Okay. So that's very important too. I've learned that and it happened to me. Um, But with leveling up and it being a video game, like who cares if, you know, you lose, you know, you're trying in the trying, you know, in video games, you start learning the, the level more and you start getting better at the level. And eventually you learn the level and the boss so well that you beat the level. Mm-hmm. So it's the same thing with every aspect in your life. Cause you, you can't just go hard in business and that where's your family. Then you go home and there's controversy and then there's stress. So like, if you don't balance it all out, there's going to be stress somewhere. If you don't work out, if you don't eat right, your health is going to be the stress. You know, if, if you don't work on your mindset, which no one does, I feel in this industry, like how I do, you're completely effed because you're like, there's, this is stress, like contractors that this lifestyle is stressful. Okay. Um, so you like, I, I feel, I tell all my guys, I go, learn your mind, learn to be so structured in your mind where nothing external, you know, can affect you, you know, be so strong internally that you know you're a, a powerful human being where you don't give your power to anything externally. And that's that's how that's why I say it's like a game. Like you go out, do your thing. You don't care if you get that bigger house, but you're still attempting to get it. And, you know, even if you fail, you're not like, oh, I failed. You're like, oh, OK, whatever. I learned all this in this experience. And right, now I'm going to get up again. And, and I'm going to get to that point where I could get these things. You see what I'm saying? So it's all perspective on how you, how you see everything. And that's what I teach my guys. I go, you could see. Um, so like Eli, let me bring him up again. Like eight, a year ago, we, we had touch-ups. Dude, the kid would crumble when we had touch-ups. I would be like, oh, my God, he's going to quit. You know, like, but I've, I would talk to him for a half hour, hour. He would talk it out. We'd talk it out. Now? Like I have a touch up team now, but um, the the guy's so solid now. He nothing phases him. He's like, let's go. Let's do it. And I have to get accustomed to him being like that. I'm like, oh, that's awesome. You know, like I'm like, yes. But I, you know, I put the I put the time to show him that you're you could think differently and things come into your life to make you grateful because when we don't have touch-ups, you be super grateful. When we do, you know, do it the best way. Think about the customer, you know, and how they feel that we got to go do one. And then you go there, you're happy. You, you do your thing, you go with the customer and then we grow. Everyone grows, everyone wins. You know, it's a win-win for everyone when you're at your highest frequency energy vibrancy. That's how I feel. I'm super passionate about it. Sure. So for people listening who, um, you know, they, they like what you're saying. They'd like to try it. Don't really know where to start. How do you start with this? Yeah. Um, I would say the, I was trying to think about this the other day to uh, put it into perspective. I would say, I think an easy way to start is, you know, seeing where you're uh, entered, being more aware of yourself, like in every moment, right? Like how do you handle situations? And then, you know, try to be, try to be aware enough to elevate your, your energy, your frequency and your vibrancy to where you, if you're really upset, you can push away the ego and be like, no, I'm going to, I'm not going to let myself go into stress or panic or anger. I'm going to relax, breathe it out and then act in a different way. Um, you know, I started with now I'm on another level, but I, you know, I started with Tony Robbins, Les Miles or Les Brown. Um, what, um, all, you know, all those guys, there's a guy called Joe, um, Dispenza, who's really good, who puts in, uh, like science with spirituality, Joe Dispenza, like that really helps out. Um, you know, they can, they can really help you grow and understand what I'm talking about. Um, you know, there's a lot of people out there who are, are kind of mastering it to try to help people, um, let it in a little easier. So I would say Joe Dispenza is great because he actually shows you the science of how, when you're feeling high vibrancy, um, 
how much more energy and power you have um, with attracting stuff. Um, Cause yeah. however your energy is. So if you have a negative energy, you're going to attract negativity. You're like a battery. So you want to be as grateful as loving um, you know, as giving as you can um, in a frequency where you're also receiving those things, uh, but also not naive, right? You just don't want to like pick anyone and give them stuff. You got to really find the people who, you know, have the, the good heart who are ready to elevate. And, you know, you really put energy into those people um, and empathy into those people who want more. And if they mess up here and there, it's okay. Um, that's what I did a lot with my team, but I knew that they had a good heart and they weren't going to deceive me. The ones who I saw deceived me, I kind of cut because they weren't ready to be around me yet. Um, sure. So that's how I operate. I operate. I definitely give people chances and I'm very empathetic, but uh, you just got, you got to want the best for yourself. So where do you find uh, your employees? Honestly, they all, I got pretty lucky. Um, they were all friends of friends in the, um, group that would come in, uh, train them from, you know, not knowing anything to do everything our way. So very meticulous. Now I'm bringing people in who have skill, but we have the culture so down that, you know, I let everyone know, you know, I'm watching you. I'm not listening to you. So, you know, I'm expecting a high level of energy of, you know, uh, be, I want you to be happy. I want you to grow. I want you to become better as a human being. You know, I, I'm, I have your back, but if you show me that you're going to be deceiving, you know, I'll, I'm going to let you go regardless of your skill. Um, and I usually give people three to six months because if someone can act longer than six months without letting their ego in there, they should be uh, winning an Oscar at that point. Sure. So what, what is your plan uh, for Cabinet Coding Kings moving forward? Yeah, so right now I just bought the or got the shop next to us. So it's another 2,000 square foot shop. So I'm trying to do uh, 12 to 14 jobs by the end of the year. I will hire people who are um, skilled at the craft. So I don't have to spend so much time training because now we do have a great training system. Um, after that, we want to go probably do three, probably get up to five shops around Florida. Um, nice. and then decide if I want to keep the, the business, you know, in-house and, and grow it around, you know, uh, the United States, or if I kind of just want to sell the systems to people outside the United States, um, where they can, you know, I can consult them, uh, and they could just buy, uh, the process, uh, or, you know, I could, um, yeah, we'll see. I, just, I, I don't know. I go with the flow with those things. So we'll see what happens. Sure. Um, yeah, Alex, man, this is, this has been incredible. Talk about a, a deep dive into the, the psyche required for success. Uh, it definitely feels like you've, you've got it pretty dialed in here. Do you have anything else, any other piece of advice that you would want to share with our listeners who, who kind of see your success and, and want to achieve something similar, or even even if they're not focused on the the dollar success, um, want to want to try to achieve this kind of mindset. Yeah, I'll tell you, I I was uh, I would say I was uh, ten years ago, um, I was uh, addicted to substances. Um, I did not care about anyone else. Uh, I was totally selfish, um, and there's no way I would be here now. Um, without, you know, the right group that I surrounded myself with. But I ended up, I'm pr pretty much trying to say you could change how you think, how you act, um, how you are. I'm like a representation of that, of a totally different human being than I was before. And it takes time. So give yourself time. Believe in yourself. Call yourself phenomenal. Like I, had, I call Tanner and I have a, like two more other friends where I'll call him every other day and i'll just be like hey you're phenomenal because people at the top or who own their own business they only get complaints all day so brandon you're phenomenal all right you're phenomenal you do some phenomenal you. things you help so many people so if no one tells you that i'm going to tell you that you're phenomenal and i really appreciate you everyone out there you're phenomenal believe in yourselves 
let yourselves grow, give yourselves time, just like working out. You know, if you never worked out before, you're not going to be going to a competition in two months. Okay. So think if you never worked on your mind, think of yourself as a 400 pound guy going to the gym, take this next year and take it slow, get down to 200 pounds, right? Get down to 300 pounds. And then you go from there. It's a, it's, you're changing an, an addiction. You're changing an autopilot in your brain. So it's going to, it's going to take time. It's going to take awareness. It's going to take discipline and belief and, and passion and work and, yeah, but you can do it and it's beautiful. And I'm working through it every day, guys. What I preach to you is I preach it so passionately because if I don't, like I have to deep dive every day or I lose it. Like my brain wants to go so, wants to go back to the old Alex so bad. But I say no. And I wake up in the morning and now I'm getting wisdom on how to be happier. Like that gratitude thing I told you. Yep. That was just like an, a realization a month ago. Oh, wow. But it was like, a, aha. It was like, yeah, why? Why? I'm always wanting that next thing and I'm never happy. This is why. I should appreciate everything now. I'll still go for the big things. If I get it, phenomenal. If not, I have everything I want and I'm happy now. Yeah. And th- ever since I started doing that, in the last three weeks, I've gotten 40 jobs. Wow. Yeah, I'm going for 20 this week. But if I get it, awesome. If I don't, I'm good. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. So you're not you're not accept you're you're not stopping going for it. Uh you're still going for it, but you're you're happy and you're okay either way. Yeah, and you want it. Like you're like, yeah, let's go for this, right? Like you're yeah. you're you have faith in yourself to go for it. And you're gonna while you're going for it, if you don't get it, you're not down on yourself. But then you go back through the week, all right, what can I do better this week to then get it? Yeah. You know, and then you still have the faith in you and God or whoever your belief in the creator is. Um, you got to have that faith outside you because uh, I, Tanner showed me something today when it's faith over fear. When you let faith go, fear takes you over. Fear will consume you like every, all day today. Like I just purchased that shop. Like I just did the twenty five hundred dollar deposit. Like that's uh, now I have to do now I have a double the expense, right? Like that fear. Oh, are you going to make it? Can you get the 12 to 14 jobs? Now you got to train the admin. Can you do it? Dude, I was all the negative thoughts coming in. I'm like, I, I started just blocking it out. I'm like, no, I got God on me. I want this I, for me to be my best. I need to do this because I, I at some point didn't want the business. But I'm like, the business is what's allowing me to stretch and, and grow my mind and grow the faith and help all these other guys. So um, you got to do it and, and you got to start. You got to go for it in faith. And um, it's beautiful, man. If you fail, you get up and do it again. I failed so much, so much. But now I don't see it like that. I'm like, that was all experience that got me here to be rock solid and ready to rock and roll. And, and I'm just started. I'm just learning this stuff, guys. Like I'm just learning this stuff and look two years, 79 cents. I'm basically a millionaire now. If I sold my business, just letting you know, like it's that mindset. It was my mind that changed. And then the abundance came, everything came. Okay. A little tweak in the mind, get down the fairway. If you need any help, find me on Instagram or something. You know, I could help you a little bit. You know, I'm not a, I would say a professional mindset coach. I do help a lot of people who are millionaires who don't have a solid mindset, but they're good at business. But, um, you know, I just want to help people like with my business. If they weren't adding to my happiness, I would shut it down. I wouldn't have a business anymore. Like I go, I live by my rules um, and elevating everyone and only people who want to be elevated and great human beings who want to help the world could be around me. And that's it. That's where I draw the line. Yeah. Well, Alex, I, I appreciate that offer for people. I'm sure everyone listening appreciates it. And, and I'm uh, willing to bet that, that you're going to get some people reaching out to you about that. So thank you for being willing to, to reach out and help people that, that uh, are looking for that. 
Yeah, and then we do. I do a podcast with Tanner Mullen on Mondays. Uh, it's called Mo- Mindset Mondays. It's pretty good. We dive into life uh, situations and experiences and how we've grown over the years. So it's it's something uh, that people have enjoyed. So there's some good golden nuggets in there as well. And where can people find that? Uh, I think the what his what I whatever Tan, uh, I don't know his podcast. <laughs> Um, I'll, I'll, uh, I, I could send it to you and then you could put it in. The, send it, send it to me and we'll put I it in the description. Right. So if anyone's listening to I think this, the we'll contractor, coach, like that. no, I'll do it. Okay. Like I said, look, I'm not even into so much these podcast things. I, I, I literally, uh, reached out to Jason, uh, Parrish, which is a phenomenal human being, by the way. Um, and he got me uh to you know in contact with everyone doing the podcast because i wanted to share the mindset part of running a business that was my passion so like i i I could get more um you know into uh you know maybe doing a podcast or you know seeking that side out more but i just really wanted to get this out um because i feel like it's it's huge no Yeah. Well, thank, thank you, Alex. Thank you for sharing your message. Thank you for taking the time today, man. Really appreciate it. Yeah. Well, you're phenomenal. And remember everyone, you guys are phenomenal too. All right. Thanks, man. All right. If you want to learn more about the topics we discussed in this podcast and how you can use them to grow your painting business, visit paintermarketingpros.com forward slash podcast for free training, as well as the ability to schedule a personalized strategy session for your painting company. Again, that URL is paintermarketingpros.com forward slash podcast. Hey there, painting company owners. If you enjoyed today's episode, make sure you go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Give us your feedback. Let us know how we did. And also, if you're interested in taking your painting business to the next level, make sure you visit the Painter Marketing Pros website at paintermarketingpros.com to learn more about our services. You can also reach out to me directly by emailing me at brandon at paintermarketingpros.com and I can give you personalized advice on growing your painting business. Until next time, keep growing. Paint Ed podcasts are produced by the Painting Contractors Association and is made possible by members and industry partners. To find out more about upcoming education opportunities or for more information about joining PCA, visit PCAPaintEd.org.